friends, we're going to talk about uh, Halloween Resurrection. A.K.A. Um, Halloween 8. Yep. A.K.A. Halloween R-Word. Is it, um, is it easier to just identify these by the years they came out rather than the name? For That's some the of them, yes. Because uh, there are three separate movies that are just called Halloween. <laughs> because that is... <laughs> That's too many. Yes, that's true. Uh, Halloween 2002. Let's let's say that. Uh, we're gonna talk about you know we're gonna we're gonna get into the movie a little bit. Uh, probably not too much to be honest. Uh, we're gonna talk about the cast. We're gonna continue uh, going online. Some of the uh, the internet stuff going here. We've got PDAs. We have live streaming. We got all sorts of like uh, continuing with uh, midpoint internet. I don't know what else to call it. Uh, we got. Uh, uh, Tales of the Early Web. I have another one which I think you guys will enjoy. And then finally, you know, we got to figure out what we're going to scrub from our brains this week. Hell yeah. Shh. Listeners, welcome to a new episode of A Free Podcast. I'm your co-host, Rob, and joined, as always, by my my, my live-streaming friends, <laughs> Joe and Duff. Yeah, great to be here. Yeah, so we got Halloween Resurrection. This is our fifth episode of Going Online, and uh, this is the 2002 Halloween movie, which we will get into the complicated timelines of Halloween. Um, like I said, Duff, when you said that. The timelines been... look like a subway map. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. This is a subway that just crashes into itself a lot. <laughs> I think the fact that there's three movies named Halloween is says a lot about how complicated the timeline is. And two movies that are called Halloween 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll. That's a problem. And then three movies that do not connect to the hub of the first one at all. And yes. one and also one is a weird decision. And one movie that is always in every Earth version uh, is separate from all the others. What we're talking about today, though, guys, is Halloween Resurrection, which came out in two thousand two. This is the end of one of the subway lines. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Literally, the subway crashed, as Duff said, and there was no more. They couldn't go any farther on it. Um, this movie, I think, is important to point out. The poster of this movie from from uh, most prominent uh, actor back is Jamie Lee Curtis, followed by um, followed by Tyra Banks, followed by Buster Rhymes. Followed by Sean Patrick Thomas, who's the guy from uh, the dance movie. Um, uh, Save the Last Dance. Save the Last Dance, yep. Followed by... Um, Followed by the guy from American Pie, who is not Stifler and not F the Pie. Yeah, the, the guy from American Pie that wasn't funny. Yeah. <laughs> I think he dated Tara Reid in that movie. It's on the poster, though. In the poster, it's the, oh, it's the, but, it's but, the final girl, oh. is last which is um, uh, God, uh, Bianca Kajic? She, I don't know. I she never did anything. Whatever. Um, but anyway, so that's 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 the poster. That is the like you know who here's what we're getting into. And I'm gonna be honest. I knew broad strokes about what happened in this movie, but what I thought was going to happen in this movie was way cooler and better <laughs> than what actually occurred. Yeah, what, so what do you think? What do you think? Yeah, is I'd like happen? to know what you thought. Yeah. Okay. Here's what I thought. 
I thought that um, Lori Stroud, which is the you know our main our main St- heroine Strode, but Strode, but yeah. uh, our our main heroine in the Halloween franchise, uh, played by Jamie Lee Curtis. I I thought that she was like no one believes me about Michael, right? So no one mm-hmm. believes me about this happening. Mm-hmm. So even though I he's killed lots of people, <laughs> yeah. Well, just that he's still alive, going after. Oh, her. okay, I get you. So she was like, "Oh, I have an idea. No one will believe me. So I'll go on a show where there's cameras on me and everyone's watching it twenty four seven, and that will prove to everyone." Mm. I don't know that. if that's a great movie, but it's a better movie than this. And I thought Buster Rhymes was also in the house with her in Tyra Banks, right? I that's bet, what I thought. I bet Jamie Lee and Busta would have good chemistry. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, instead, that's not what happens she, at all. I, she pulls off like sexual chemistry with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> so, yeah, I think she could she'd yeah. be fine with Busta Rhymes. That's true. That's true, which no one has done outside of his maid. <laughs> just her and Danny DeVito. Um, so this movie is essentially two movies. It it is a uh, a short little short film. I don't know which about... one's dumber, <laughs> honestly. And the entire thing is ninety minutes, ninety one minutes, yep. I think. Yep, lump cut it. Uh, the first like fifteen minutes or whatever is uh, Laurie Strode. It's like it's it's what if Terminator Two was dumb? That's the first fifteen minutes. <laughs> Uh, and she's in a she's in a, a, a psychiatric facility, or is it she's in the shock in? corridor. Yeah, okay. Shock may, I, may I quickly interrupt? Mm-hmm. Th- this time, I'm going to ask for permission to do it instead of just doing it like I usually do. Go ahead. They don't they don't make them like this anymore, folks. Where you just have like j- just this insensitive portrayal of a mental health facility where people are like bumbling around in clown masks and like mumbling and twitching and stuff. Also, this looks like the basement of my high school. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, part- when did they stop like making like you know these kinds of places like literally the loony bin? Like, what I year think- did that stop? When did movies get to the point where, like, maybe we shouldn't portray people with a mental illness this way, where, like, they, um... Bram Stoker's Dracula? <laughs> <laughs> that was before this. I know. I always think of The Exorcist with uh, with his mom, just in that, like, just where they dump a bunch of old ladies, like, Demi, why you do this to me, Demi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good question, Joe. At what point did Hollywood say, like, okay, everyone... Let's that, maybe they, be a little more sensitive. Because it, it used to be in movies all the time. It would be one staff person for a hundred people, and there's be like, "All right, uh, go out for the day," and just yeah. people would be walking around. That's, maybe may, maybe Big Nut House got a hold of Hollywood and started big throwing nut some house. Big Nut House. <laughs> God. <laughs> Can you like, say that? Let's start throwing some money into Hollywood here so they can improve our images. Yeah, like when the tobacco companies like would pay to have everyone smoke. Right. It's like yep. big yep. I don't even want to say that word. Big big insane asylum. <laughs> yeah, big sanitarium. Maybe that's better <laughs> than yeah. big nut house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I like Big Nut House. If we're being honest, I mean that that is like the the 
the attitude for like with which they portray these places. It's oh, like, ah, let's just show a nut house. With in this movie, it is very, it's poorly lit. It's just like a bunch of security guards reading magazines while the inmates are <laughs> shuffling around in their pajamas. They what, just get the- loose. Like the guy who memorizes stats from serial killers, literally wearing a clown mask, just wanders off into the backyard somehow. Yeah. I like how he seemed insane because he knew everything about serial killers, but now that's just someone who listens to a lot of true crime podcasts. Yeah, yeah. He, now that's now he'd be making like, ten thousand dollars a month on Patreon. Right Stamps.com would be sending him checks now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So he's there to sort of tell us like, oh, who Michael Myers is, and um, you know, any any movie that has a Gacy you know reference, I'm happy to see. You know, that's true. Um, so it's got that going for well, it. Well, it had been a whole four years since the previous century, so audiences <laughs> didn't need the reminder. Yeah, and this was before Big Crawl Space got into Hollywood, so they couldn't say all the stuff about Gacy. <laughs> <laughs> Big Crawl Space. <laughs> so maybe <laughs> the the clown lobby got involved and said no more. Like, listen, enough of the Gacy clown thing. He was a clown one time. All you right. Know, big- <laughs> Okay, so what happens? Uh, 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 Lori's in here, and and you know, there's she's in the she's in the sanitarium, and all of a sudden Michael comes back and he gets in and he he does kill someone in a laundry, put him or he kills someone and puts their head in a uh, a dryer, which I liked, I enjoyed that. Super disappointing that it wasn't like a front loading washing machine where gradually more and more blood would be visible in, through the transparent window of it. Mm. But that Does would that require rem- effort on the director's part, and as we will learn, effort wasn't a thing he was super interested in oh. putting into this movie. Absolutely not. Uh, that that scene reminded me of something. You guys know when you're like a kid and you see something that <laughs> and you was kill scary? someone in the laundry room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that, Where are you that going classic with this? coming of age moment when you have when, your first <laughs> murder. When you when you see when you see a movie that's scary, a little too young. And yep. it has such an impact on you. Sure, yeah. Uh-huh. So this happened to me when I was a kid. I remember, I'm going to describe the moment. I've never learned what the movie was. It makes you think it was like a made-for-TV movie or something. Or okay. maybe like an episode of a TV show. But it was like a you know big uh, rich house. You know, because you know because it had a lot of doors. Um, <laughs> what? And uh, <laughs> the what more doors mean? in a house, the richer they are, man. Like you got <laughs> well, tons of closet doors. More doors... The more money. I guess that's probably uh, true. That's a weird I'm way to wrong. think of it, but no, you're not wrong. Um, so uh, through the skylight, the the murderer comes down, and he's got uh, piano wire. And there's a woman, and he takes the piano wire, and he starts choking her. And she gets away, okay? So All she right. runs off away. I don't know if she maybe fights him off. I don't quite remember. And she goes into, like, the laundry room once again, another door. And uh, she, and and so we see her like panicking about what to do, and then we see the killer come in, and you see there's a door open, like a window open, in the laundry room. So he goes to the window and is like, oh, you know, he doesn't say this, but he should. <laughs> It'd be great if you'd. Oh no, <laughs> um, looks like she got away, and uh, but then he, I don't know if she makes a sound or what, but he realizes she's hiding in the dryer. Oh. <laughs> And then he kills her. I think about this all the time. Uh, And I don't know what movie it was. If anyone listening knows, please tell me so I can watch it and uh, see if it's as scary as my memory has it. Uh, But also, I thought about that with the head in the dryer, you know. So the body uh, is three feet away from the dryer and the guy doesn't see it. Yeah, not the security is not great. 
<laughs> so I when I googled movie hiding and dryer, the top result is Lilo and Stitch, and I don't think that's what you were thinking of. It must be Lilo and Stitch. I think that was. Oh I think my I god! Just I wish it was though. Oh yeah, that the was cold it. open to Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, so what happens? Uh, so she she you know knows he's going to be coming eventually. And then they have, I don't know, whatever. She eventually, she, like... She catches him in, like, a Bugs Bunny trap. Yes. <laughs> like, like, on the roof, like, some noose and hooked up and... Like, he's he's going for a picnic basket and then, like, gets his foot caught in a, a noose and he's held up in a tree. Is and, the... and we see via fa- via, fast, uh, via flashback... Well, he's that... held up in a crane, right? I, I guess. Know, I, yeah, it's like, um, it's like I don't know why there's a crane up there. She set that up <laughs> when uh, they ju- when they just let her out for the day at the at the funny farm. She went and got a <laughs> just went. And What's Lori doing? Just re- working on her crane. Uh, she went down to the sh- to the shipyard to rent a crane. Oh, okay. <laughs> she told him that she was doing origami. Guys, he said, you know, huh, huh, crane. Yeah, huh? I got it. Uh. So we see via flashback that in uh, Halloween H2O 20 years later, which came out four years previous in 1998, that she had apparently killed him. But it turns out we see in flashback that he had switched spots with the uh, with an with the paramedic. And put him Yep. So now she's like, oh, boy, I need to find out for sure if it's him before I kill him, which is very stupid. Yeah, like his hands are just dangling there, and she reaches yeah. for the mask, like like that to put that ten minutes into the movie. Like this woman who has faced off against Michael Myers. Now, how many times has has well, she done? Well, how depends. many of course, yeah, <laughs> timeline, Joe? It's hard to say. Yeah. Um. So she is still his sister in this one. Yes. So and then so okay so he flips her over, grabs her, like it's like choking her out. And then before he lets her go to plunge to her death, she gives him a little kiss. And that's Wait, when is sm- she his sister? In Halloween 2 from the 80s Halloween 2. Okay. Okay. So that's right, why so she that gives him false. the little kiss. Yeah, okay. that's why they have a smooch. Yeah, okay. And then, and, then, she, and then literally says, I'll see you in hell. Yep. And then Michael Terrible. stabs her in the back and kills her. Yep. Not so, that's- <laughs> so that is 17 minutes of this movie. That's that's what's supposed to get us excited. We we don't see her again, and now because she's dead. Yeah, until, well, until she isn't in the other subway line. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, she's back. Uh, so then, uh, we see college students that win a competition to enter a a, a reality show hosted by Bus Rhymes, but not Bus Rhymes. It's not. A, yeah, it is hosted by Freddie Rhymes. something or other. Yeah, uh, Freddie and his oh. company, Dangertainment. Danger-tainment. Basically, like uh, the real world. Yeah, like uh, they kind of like they, they're college kids that get picked. Yep, and somehow three friends from the same college all get picked. That's so not very good also, so as uh, I think, except for Halloween three, this is true. As for all the Halloween movies, this takes place in Haddonfield, which yes. is small town Illinois. Haddonfield oh. apparently has a college. Yep, and. So that's how this happens. Uh, and uh, Buster Rhymes, and here's where logic just starts to go out the door. So in any timeline... This is where it starts to go well, out the door. In, <laughs> yeah. it, Before this, the, the it is 
a really so gritty, I'm, realistic take. I was saying for this movie, we're yeah, we're, I, mov- I know, we're in I movie B, we're in movie B now. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah. in any timeline, there has been one horrific incident at the Michael Myers house, uh, and multiple uh, Halloween instances of murders. The Myers house is apparently just standing and the town goes about its business on Halloween. Like, Oh, let's just have Halloween as usual. Uh, somehow I guess Freddie got the permit to just film inside the Myers house. <laughs> uh, there's, or, or maybe bought it. I, don't know. I, it's never made clear. No, um, it's not. So, you know, it's imagine there's like a very prominent murder house in your town. Well, that's and, not hard to imagine for me. Don't well, you? <laughs> 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 so I can tell you um, there a, a guy by the name of Jeffrey Dahmer uh, lived mm-hmm. a few miles away from my house now. Uh, probably about four miles. Mount Rushmore serial killer, by the way. Yeah, uh, so his apartment building was, as most of these places are, fairly quickly torn down. Yeah. So, so was now, uh, Ed Gein's farm burned down mysteriously, right? Yeah. Mysteriously. So cool. now just imagine that they left uh, Dahmer's apartment complex just kind of there to crumble. And, and then they some, turned it into an Airbnb that you could rent out. And and then some <laughs> dude was like, oh, I'm going to film a television show here. And the city's like, oh, okay. Uh, I mean, how bad is the recession? Maybe, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'd consider it. So, so and then... Movie B is pretty much your standard slasher fare, uh, except that slash haunted house sort of slash yeah kind of except that I guess the only thing that we should mention is that one of the women is uh she is having not like a relationship but a friendship with someone over the internet who's actually in high school but she doesn't know that Deckard that- Deckard yeah I don't understand any of that whatsoever that was happening in this movie. But yeah, there is a party going on, a Halloween party, and this Deckard guy logs in to watch the live stream, and then the party, everyone just moves into the house, like moves into the room that he's watching it and gets really invested it's, in watching. It's let's like let's talk hu- about the mechanics of the live stream quickly so people understand. <laughs> so, oh, so, yes, please. So they can log on to this live stream, and if you're watching online, there's cameras set up throughout the house, and each... I don't know if I should use the word contestant. That doesn't sound right. But each cast, each cast member is also wearing a camera attached to their head, which they seemingly continually forget that they're wearing whenever yes. they want to do drugs or bone each other. And <laughs> so uh, the the payoff later is it's that more. Deckard. So he's at this party being a, a nerd. Everyone else is just drinking and having fun and trying to get laid. And he's sitting there on his computer looking at the Michael Myers house. But gradually, more and more I people I don't like this subtweet towards us, Joe. Well, I mean, bit. I would be doing what he's doing, too. I, I, but I know I'm a nerd. Uh, <laughs> and he then, um, eventually, more and more people come in. Because, to be fair, kind of compelling, I suppose. Uh, uh, I mean, I wouldn't want to watch people get killed for real, but I sort of get the appeal of it if you're in high school watching something. Like sure. Yeah, it like the- but... But on the other hand, it seems to be that this is an unchaperoned high school Halloween party, well, and there. I mean, I think that people that were cool in high school got to go to things like yeah. That I stuff. think other people did things that. No, but didn't. I'm saying I'm saying like this is a party where you know it's just hedonistic, and I mean everyone's horned up on Halloween. It's like oh, let's go in this room and just stand quietly and watch a live stream. 
Oh, that you know what? That's that's how he gets introduced, or not introduced in the movie, but like the first people to stumble in are going in there to to do it. Yeah. And then they see they're like, "What are you doing in here, geek?" And then they see what he's watching and kind of get sucked in. Yeah. So he could control which cameras he's looking at, which there's a payoff for that later. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, and he feeds his lady friend information via uh I don't even know it's like a blackberry but not it's like pre it, uh PDAs, not public displays of affection, uh personal <laughs> personal digital assistant. Yeah. Like so and is this, it like IMing or texting? It's like a very early Blackberry, I guess. It's, yeah, I think it would it's, be texting. Okay. But it's like before that was mainstream at all and this girl in a small town college just has one like it's totally normal yeah because texting itself has been around for quite a while it just wasn't like a thing people did until you know but like she has she has you know for intents and purposes an early smartphone and it's never really it's just kind of like oh it's commonplace and this is no one had these except for maybe businessmen at the time and, and it sort it's sort of forgotten until like towards the end where she's like, Oh, hold on, I've got this phone. Yeah. <laughs> Would she never does she ever call nine one one? No, she doesn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh oh, you know who we forgot to mention is in this movie? Uh Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Yes. Katie Sackoff. Yep. Uh more like Katie Hadoff after what happens in this movie to her, huh guys? <laughs> yeah. Huh? 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 Uh, so yeah that's essentially the movie and then um, we do find out that I can't believe how much time we spent explaining this stupid movie that Buster, <laughs> Buster Rhymes dresses up like Michael Myers to like you know spruce up the production and make it scary and then uh, you know he realizes there's a real Michael Myers that's yeah. wreaking havoc and he's also into like kung fu and martial arts which comes out of nowhere. No, he's watching <laughs> he's watching kung fu and martial arts movies earlier in the movie. That's oh, that's how they set that fo- up. Yeah, it's foreshadowing, Dingus. Wow, I'm sorry I didn't catch uh, you. Like, and at what, sorry, and at the what, director was too subtle for you, Rob. Yeah, <laughs> maybe so, next time they'll have him wear like a, a karate. I don't remember what they wear. A karate outfit is what it's called. <laughs> it's, I, I mean, there's probably a name for it, but I don't know. Karate um, yeah. karate pajamas. That's what they're called. Uh, so at the end, Michael's presumed dead, and he's taken to the morgue. But you know what? He's not. No, nope. he awakens. He awakens. Um, this movie sucks, man. And I, I, <laughs> am, I wasn't expecting much, but like this movie. So the trailer for this movie debuted uh, at the the theatrical release of Jason X. Now, is Jason X a great movie? No, but it is a lot of fun. Yeah, I really like Jason X. This movie is is just poorly made it's and it's poor and it's poorly made in an inexcusable way because uh halloween h2o was by standards of slasher movies a big hit it made like 75 million dollars that was where jamie lee curtis came back to the franchise it uh it had the the scream guy kevin williamson wrote it uh, I don't think it's all that great, but it's miles above this. It's at least like it looks like a movie. This is just piss poor filmmaking. You it's... can't have a haunted house style movie and have it lit this poorly. The, it, yeah, the it... the everything everything feels so cheap 
which is very odd considering that this franchise had just for intents and purposes been rejuvenated you could argue that the the house is looks cheap on purpose because all the spooky stuff in that house is meant to have been placed there by buster rhymes character are we even sure this is actually the house that is this actually Michael's house? Well, they house say he the was movie? living that he he was living underneath it. So yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So that that is another thing that is <laughs> oh, about that yes, about here we go. about this movie is there's never any connection from movie A to movie B, and then but it's inside the movie. You mean you mean the, yeah, the, the Lord yeah. Stroud in, in this in this universe? Um, so. But Michael Myers is just alive and missing from a mental institution where he murdered a couple people. And the town where he's come back multiple times is just like, oh, let's just do Halloween up. Let's do it. Yeah. 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 No, it's, uh, no it's, one seems concerned with that. There, it's, it's so clear in this movie that Jamie Lee Curtis was like, all right, I'll be in it, but you get me for three days. The long and short of it is... You know, we kind of alluded to that there are these various timelines. And up until this, up until H2O, the Halloween... H2O, come on. That's the title, bro. I know, I just it's, hate it it's, so much. It's Halloween 20 years later. I know, I know what it, it means, guys. Are you sure? I hate so, it, though. <laughs> uh, so up until that point, um, the Halloween movies attempt to have continuity. And the reason for that is because Donald Pleasance was game for anything. Just keep cashing those checks. Um, and so you had kind of a continuing story. You had Halloween one. You had Halloween one and two, and then Halloween three. Joe, you'd brought this up before. Halloween three is interesting because John Carpenter was still involved with the franchise, and Halloween two had done well enough at the box office that he said look, let's just start doing one-off anthology movies and we can do all these ideas on Halloween and they can be disconnected from the Michael Myers storyline. And somehow the studio's like, oh, okay. So Halloween 3, which is actually a pretty decent movie. It's like, there's some reappraisal of it that say it's like a masterpiece and I don't know if I'd go that far, but it's way better than almost every other Halloween movie besides the original. Okay. Um, it is so. What? So, who's the villain in it? Like, what? Well, the the plot of Halloween is, Three is, that a is, twist is this the TV? Or? The TV's like telling you what to do. The there's a corporation called um, Silver Shamrock that is making masks that all these kids are gonna buy, and <laughs> at like the stroke of midnight, Halloween, it's gonna like kill them or turn them evil or something. I don't that remember exactly. Cool. It's yeah. It's you know. It's low budget. It's it has its flaws, but it's, you know, I think, again, like, I don't think the reappraisals of it are wrong. Um, but at the time, people didn't dig it. So then with Halloween 4, um, Carpenter was out, and the rights to Halloween are really owned by uh, Mustafa Akkad, who is, uh, he was kind of the guy who put up the money for Halloween and therefore got the rights to it forever. And Halloween 4, they go back to the Michael Myers storyline. Halloween 4, 5, and the Curse of Michael Myers, guys, they're not very good. Okay. Uh, Some of them, I think Halloween 6 might be worse than this one. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've seen it. It had his very young Paul Rudd. I think it might be one of his first movies. Oh, really? After Halloween 6, they 
obviously we're going to do another one. And there's just a lot of studio like back and forth and people butting heads. And eventually they got to what was Halloween H2O. And I guess H2O was kind of a contentious uh, shoot because uh, the Akkad, Mustafa Akkad and his, I think his son, like basically there's the Akkad family. They own the rights to this. And it's kind of like with James Bond where like they have final say over certain things. And they said that Michael Myers cannot be killed in any movie. And Jamie Lee Curtis didn't like this. She wanted to have a scene where she was going to kill Michael. And so they agreed, like, all right, what if you get to kill him? But then, like, you come back and do this crappy prologue in the next movie, and it turns out you didn't. And that's pretty much how that turned into Halloween 8. Mm, okay. It's all okay. very silly. It's all very stupid. So... And so I didn't, te- and we did, and we didn't even touch on how there's also uh, Rob Zombie's two Halloweens, which are uh, which Rob standalone, right? They have nothing to do. No, nope, that would have been 2007 and 2009. Yeah, they have nothing they, to do with any other Halloween movies. No, nope, they are yeah. a, a reimagining, like it's basically a remake of Halloween. Uh, I think there's something about how Halloween, how Michael Myers has a like abusive stepdad or something. It's it's uh. hella dumb. It's hella dumb. I don't need to. I don't need to have. And this movie tries to do it too. I don't need to have Michael Myers explained. You know what no. I mean? Like, oh, why did he? We get need so to sp- stop all that. Yeah, like I agree. Like, who I don't cares. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I what? We need to make Michael Myers more sympathetic. Why? <laughs> he's not a real person. Yeah, <laughs> he's like uh, he's like a six foot six, unkillable murder machine. Like yeah. that that what makes him compelling is his complete lack of humanity. Like I don't need to know that the great white shark in Jaws was an orphan. <laughs> uh so you know finding Nemo, what if Nemo never got found? Well, that's the shark from Jaws. Yeah. Right? Like his dad never found him. Like that's, who that's like what why, happened to him. like the whole the coolest thing about Michael Okay, well I'm not a huge Halloween head like Duff, but the coolest thing about, and I don't mean that as, I'm not like ripping on you. I just no, I don't know like, as much as like you I saw. said, I'm, like I'm coming at it as a casual. But what I like about him is he is like a great white shark. That's yeah. what's cool about him. Like he just moves forward. That's it. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't feel anything. Just like a killer shark, he just moves forward. Because if he stops moving, he dies. And yep. so he has that same energy with killing. He just keeps killing. And I don't know why 24 years later they make this Halloween movie and Michael Myers looks, his mask looks, he just looks terrible. He looks so cheap. He doesn't look scary. It's unbelievably how they took this like terrifying presence and they made him look like yeah, you could just go to a store. And I mean, I get that's what I get. That's what Michael Myers did in the original that, one. That is but, literally what his mask was. <laughs> but that the, was scary. Well, yeah. it just, it just, you know, this kind of goes back to um, sometimes, you know, necessity is the mother of invention or, you know, sometimes having lack of money forces you to be creative. It's sure. like, oh, we need a mask. Oh, let's just buy this Captain Kirk mask and paint it white. Yep. And then, yeah, they kept trying to recreate it. And the only, I'm not a big fan of the new Halloween trilogy. I think the first one's okay. The second like the one is one. the second one is 
impressively bad in new <laughs> in new in new ways, but they do make the mask look good again. I will say that. Okay. Okay. Um so, so all these movies with the exception of the original, which is an all-timer and you know, some of them are enjoyable, but n- none of them except for the original are great. Okay, M- so most so of them are bad. Okay, what are your three favorite Halloween movies? Let's assume Halloween is number one. What would be your next two Halloween movies that you would say this uh, is not an for absolute the, waste of your for time? For the normies to go out there? Well, I'm going to yeah. say Halloween 3, Season of the Witch is, okay. is probably the most worthwhile in this franchise. And then, I, and then I guess I will say Halloween, which came out in 2018. Just because okay. it's the most kinda, recent reboot of Halloween, the most recent movie with the title Halloween. <laughs> so that's so that's number three. Yeah, that so, that does not speak well of all the rest. If that's number three, because that movie I, wasn't that. It was okay. I like that movie. I will defend the movie. I like I, that. Movie. I, I didn't hate it. It was okay. It's, I mean, so if number three out of one, three, five, six, seven, ten, thirteen movies. <laughs> well, I, I mean, that's including the one that comes out this year. So twelve movies so far. I don't think it succeeds with everything, but I think it's at least an interesting attempt to do something. Um, I mean, it's a big joke now, but it does attempt to deal with trauma, as Jamie Lee Curtis has uh, reminded oh, us yeah. ten thousand times. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> um. <laughs> But so if we, it, but if you like, I mean, if you really want to like wade into the muck of the Halloween franchise, like Halloween four, five, and six are just some. They're on this level. They're just dire. Uh, they kind of get to a point where they say that Michael Myers is he was like controlled by this druid cult and there was something about like <laughs> there was there's something about like a constellation that appears that come on i don't want him explained i don't want him explained all right i i'm i'm i think this is stupid but i'm somewhat intrigued yeah it's <laughs> and which one is that that's doing that one duff that Four, comes, five and six it or? comes up in like five and six uh okay. so it's called the cult of thorn the 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 dru- <laughs> druids whose activity spans over several millennia in order to save themselves from a demon that spreads sickness and death the cult places a curse on a child belonging to a family from their tribe who is michael in Myers. illinois in in small town illinois not even like <laughs> not even like chicago like haddonfield that classic is classic druid center mm-hmm. suburban illinois you know in my research for this i was I have not read this, but I guess that there was a uh, a three issue comic in the early two thousands that kind of expanded on this. Thank God, <laughs> Rob's getting so mad. <laughs> Those said that the druids uh, that Michael was born a stillborn on Halloween, but then came to life on the next day on November first uh, through like devil worship or something. <laughs> Hey, fellow druids, some kid just got born next to the house where they film Wayne's World. <laughs> Let's curse him. I love the comic book. Ah, I've got an idea for a comic book series. What yeah. if we look into the druid part of the of the Halloween? Uh... That's that's a safe space for fu- fooling around with this. It's just comic books. Yeah. So that's true. It is a safe space. This is all very silly and stupid. Um, I so don't what's know. your fourth favorite? Is Halloween H2O the fourth best? No. Just Hall- by default? 
No. Halloween 2, I bet. Uh, honestly, well, Halloween... So Halloween 2, directed by this person, uh, Rick Rosenthal, is yeah. probably... Who's the professor in this movie, by the way? I will say that Halloween 2 is probably my favorite, and it's really obvious, especially after watching this, how... John Carpenter was a producer writer on Halloween two and how he made it look and feel fun. Cause yeah, like, did you ever hear that quote about him writing it? It was a total money job and he just drank a lot of beer and like, yeah, he's just like, it was just me sitting in front of a typewriter with a bunch of beer saying, uh, what the F am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> but apparently like Rick Rosenthal, like his, he did Halloween two and the studio's like, Oh, it's not scary enough. So they brought Carpenter in to do some reshoots and kind of edit it and salvage it. And Halloween two, I mean, it's not, great or anything but it feels more like a carpenter movie whereas this movie just feels like ass it's just terrible yeah, yeah. i'm sure yeah. they watch halloween tune like this is lit like an episode of from a team <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude the lighting is so bad just everything it looks like bad. it looks like it looks like they made it darker in post-production like that you know what i thought it, you know what i thought it looked like you know when you see um behind the scenes uh photos of like movies that are working on right yeah, before they did and, color correction and stuff like that right and it's on yeah. from the camera you're still seeing like you know there's people and you kind of see like how fake and artificial everything is and it, you're kind of like wow it's amazing that like they film this and it makes it look the way it does that's what this movie looks like the entire time like just like backstage photos of like just, people working on I, it. they just ran out of money to do color correction and stuff like i that. feel <laughs> like every element from most of the acting to the camera work to the sets is just piss poor it's just <laughs> terrible have we complained uh, about the movie enough yeah we can okay. move on we should we talk more about like oh yeah okay we could let's. I guess there's some interesting people in the movie that we could talk I, about. I was gonna say. I'll say uh, a thing I liked in this movie. I did oh. like. I did like Buster Rhymes. Uh, yeah, he's he's given it the old college try. I, I we should. I guess this is a spoiler, so skip ahead. You know, a minute. <laughs> I just I I'm just being nice. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for your kindness. So, can you do it, me a kindness? It is hilarious that Buster Rhymes somehow survives this with the with the other girl and he successfully executes kung fu moves on the unstoppable killing machine michael myers he kicks him out a window yeah at one point it is a hilarious thing that they have buster rhymes doing but yeah you know i whatever at one point he's dressed up like michael myers and he yells and scolds michael myers <laughs> that and is, gets away with it that is probably the only scene in the movie i legit enjoy that is <laughs> that is good stuff so like the he he does yeoman's work i think like because the whole point of his character is he is like someone who would have hosted an mtv reality show in like you know 2003 or whatever right yeah, yeah. and like guys like him were hosting stuff like that yeah. So for this type of character, he works great, and and I don't mean that as a slight on him. It just like yeah, he does he does he is just fine. The the fact that the movie's lame as hell isn't his fault. He's the only one with any sort of charisma on screen. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Um, Why is Tyra Banks in this movie? I I was going to ask that. Tyra Banks in this movie. She's in it for like, like five minutes. Yeah, and she like I said, she's second on the poster. That's because she was probably the most recognizable person after. 
I mean, you know, they're kind of tricking people to think Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be in the whole thing. And then after yeah. that, you have Busta and Tyra are probably the biggest stars. Yep, which is how it's listed on that poster. Yeah. Uh, I was, I went through, uh, I went and started listening to some, uh, some Busta Rhymes songs to prepare for this episode. And I've always, I've always loved Give Me Some More guys and it was nice to like see that song still holds up and slaps yep. but i just want to give a special That's shout great. out to i feel like an underrated and forgotten song and that is the bus rhymes duet with janet jackson what's it going to be <laughs> oh, oh that's yeah. right that song is forgotten and it is good I'm yeah. not, so, I don't know a ton of Buster Rhymes so i won't you know my obvious association is woo-ha got you all in check <laughs> okay. that's a good all one right. too yeah uh, his guest verses on scenario absolutely are pretty great too. But Goat. yeah, give me some more is pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, love give me some more. My review on Letterbox for this movie was give me some less. <laughs> <laughs> give me some more. <laughs> give me some more. It would have been better. <laughs> it's amazing how even for a ninety minute movie where you have one segment that's like seventy five minutes, it fe- it feels too long. Like it runs yeah, out of yeah. stuff to do. Yeah, yeah we're going to talk about personal digital assistants. I was checking my PDA during this movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I do want to mention. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in here. You know, we're gonna have our uh, tales of the early web. Since we mentioned Tyra Banks, oh, I feel no. like it's mm-hmm. a good segue. Oh no! Talk. Oh no! <laughs> Rob. Go on about another <laughs> Rob's tales of the early web. Ooh, See that we didn't create a theme song for is, this. I think is this in the same spirit of the Tiffany Amber Thiessen picks? <laughs> not quite, but not far off. Oh, it's, you listen, no, it's on no. the same timeline. <laughs> oh, no. So, uh, you know, high school Rob, early high school Rob was, you know, listen, Joe knows this about me. Duff knows this too. I like websites. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. He loves them, folks. He's not making yeah, I mean, that I'm, up. Yeah, yeah. People like job interviews. Well, they start, what, do you, what do you, I really like websites. I'm, um, into, I'm kind of into websites. <laughs> You, you might Graf- call me a web guy. Graphic design is his passion. Um so I wanted to start building websites and I would uh you know I, I would uh download you know illegal copies of like PageMaker from Adobe or you know what front page express uh from Microsoft and I would like copy entire uh you know entire p- things of code and then put it into a into uh you know, a local file and just play around with it. So I remember one of my first websites, guys. You can't build a website unless you have an idea, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as we've talked about, I'm an ideas guy. Yep. Yep. So I set up, I don't, you know, I don't know if it's GeoCities or Tri, who knows where it was. So one of those. Angel like, Fire. Angel Fire, you know, one of those. Um, I was like, oh, I'm going to build a website. I'm going to build an A to Z website. Okay. So uh, every letter you went to, you would start with A, and then you would click through to B, and then so on, right? It would show you uh, a woman, a famous <laughs> model or actress, <laughs> who I thought was hot, oh whose my last God, name started dude. with that letter. Come on, man. Uh... <laughs> Listen, the Rob's Tales of the Early Web do not disappoint. They get I... darker and darker. Truly... <laughs> Truly, Mr. Skin beat you by only a little bit. Like, <laughs> they weren't nudie pictures. They were just like, um, you just know. Just hot, hot pics. How many pictures do you think you uploaded to that website? 
Uh, twenty six. So, oh, so one for each one. woman. So, okay. so for B, it was Tyra Banks. I mean, I don't know for sure, but it probably was. That's good, I feel bad. like that could have been the case. Like this would have been like after her. Like when was she on the cover it of could have, SNL? It could have been Britney or Spears, SNL, right? SI magazine. It's probably um, Tyra. Did you go last name letter or first name letter? I don't remember. Okay. Um, I'd say it's likely that B was either Tyra Banks or Britney Spears, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, who, probably. So, so here's my well, question. What, what year did you make it again? This would have been like late 90s. So then, yeah, Britney Spears was around then. Okay. So who was who was X? Who was X and Z? Um, Zaza I Gabor. Xena? I d- so, oh, Xena Warrior Princess. And then you just, you know, you can cheat and put their fictional name. So it might have been her or <clears throat> if I, you know who I think it might have been? Mm-hmm. I think it might have been uh, Famke Jansen as Xena on a top. That oh. means I would have been going first names then, though. Wow, I'm just I'm just wondering how you filled out those letters that weren't very common. I wish that that's I wish I I wish that site existed. I wish I even re- knew anything about it because I would you, love to go back. Do you, we find it in the Wayback Machine? I was. I don't about, even know where. I, I, I don't. I was about what it, to say we we need. Something to go off of, like, do you? What was the what was the domain? Do you remember? I don't remember because it wasn't like a full domain, right? It would have been on like it would have been on. It would have been like know. Angel Fire slash Hollywood Boulevard slash, slash... Rob, Rob Lumley slash movies slash something or other. <laughs> Girls of the alphabet. I, f- I feel like it's my white whale to find this on the Wayback Machine. <laughs> yeah, this is this would be big. Oh, so yeah, that. That uh, you know, we need to get a now. GoFundMe going so you can quit your job and devote your life to this full time. I mean, yeah. maybe I need to just rebuild it <laughs> and update it every year. But for then D, you... it's a picture of Duff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Taylor Earl. I've been holding that one for a while, guys, and I'm uh, excited. Uh, <laughs> excited delivered. <laughs> Was it God. was it a lot of pressure for you? Because I'm sure you had to narrow it down. Like you had to make Sophie's choices. Yeah, for some, some were of those. easier than others. Did you have a, pay, a visit counter on it? Probably, <laughs> probably did. Yeah. Um, did you ha- did you uh, was a part of a web ring? Remember those? Where like, oh yeah, it was where, not, but I do remember those. Where yeah. where it would be like you know to help you find content and be like part of the Lord of the Rings web ring or something, and then you could just go to all these sites. Yeah, I really wish I remembered what it was. Um, you know what I wonder? I wonder if I could. I wonder if I have like an old Hotmail address I could log into and search and maybe. I'm gonna. gonna I'm gonna that, use yeah. the, the the Clockwork Orange treatment to get this out of you. We're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna see a hypnotist just to get this yeah, information. Let's... Just be like, listen. Listeners, does I anyone need. know about? Uh, does anyone have a contact of a good like regressive memory? Uh, therapist <laughs> incredible yep well now you guys know now, now all the ha- halloween know. resurrection was worth it for that yep <laughs> um so uh attack and internet theme stuff we've got we, we, we talked about the talked PDAs. about the pdas uh this movie was pretty i don't want to give it credit but this was in some ways i'll say unintentionally uh, present yeah, in terms I think of so. in terms of just 
fame whores and live streams and people being famous for being famous. Again, I don't want to give too much credit to anyone involved in this movie, but it it accidentally uh, foreshadows a lot of our current hell world. <laughs> and you know, there is a point where Busta's character uh, says, "What do you mean you don't want to be famous? That's the American dream." And it's kind of a stupid line, but because it's Busta, he has a lot of charisma, and I liked that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, that I, I'll I'll allow that credit. This existed. The real world had been on for like ten years, so that idea right. was because we were already. That's I guess that's why I hesitate, right? Because well, th- we're already this shows how years. it could come to the internet, though. Yes, exactly. Like up until I don't think any. You know, we had uh, this was arguably like probably peak reality tv in terms of viewers this was yeah but big brother had already happened but again like you know people having cameras and kind of this like you know again like the idea of pdas which would morph into everyone having a camera on them and everyone just kind of live streaming their entire life or an experience yeah i mean that's the thing is like yeah this, uh, maybe that's what this more anything else is like the whole like instagram social media personality yeah yeah influencers like yes people just influencers people just wanting to get internet famous and not really knowing why just to be famous which is a concept that's been around forever but this is internet specific here yeah no that's good that's good all right all right i'll allow it um (laughs) anything else you guys want to say about uh halloween resurrection uh i just have a question for you guys Mm -hmm. real quick this is a quickie Mm mm-hmm so I always, and this might be erroneous, I'm not a horror movie head, you know, I, I like the good ones, but I, I wouldn't consider myself a passionate fan. You, you don't uh, you don't run the series like I do with this stupid franchise. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I always sort of think of like these slasher villains uh, as like a triumvirate between Jason, Michael Myers, and Jason, and... Um, Freddy. Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's, I'm leaving someone out, but seems like they're the three most famous of the 80s for sure there might be some pinhead head well uh, yeah but pinhead like i don't think hellraiser is a slasher movie at all i think that's kind of a different thing it's a bone dragon movie yeah Yeah. so i won't that's why i don't put pinhead in it but if if pinhead was included so i was gonna ask which of those three are your guys's favorites not thinking not considering just necessarily the quality of the movies but just like your uh appreciate like them as a villain and as a movie character like and as and the look all the above you know i like the idea of freddy before he got really gimmicky like yeah in those later movies they're like oh let's have freddy say bitch and let's have him like like there was a music video with freddy krueger freddy krueger got a little played out i mean all these things are played out so should should we only consider them as they were sort of originally conceived and not sort of their like bastardized yeah like uh, stretched into i think you know. freddy krueger is probably the coolest yeah. idea yeah i agree Even the idea that he attacks you when you're sleeping is yeah. terrifying you can't yeah. do anything about that uh, is he um so uh yeah i guess i guess he kind of does have the coolest thing all of the above coolest outfit coolest look right and coolest- i think coolest sort of concept michael myers is probably a close second but like freddy's backstory is probably like the creepiest because it's all but implied that he was a child molester who got off due to a technicality and then this literally and then this mob of people 
uh, killed him. I got that, Ron. Thank you. I, Thank you. I, I had to think about it. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> also, I think one difference, a couple, couple thoughts on these three franchises. And once again, I'm in between Joe and Duff on, on, my, on my horror knowledge. Um, Halloween is the one series that is uh, almost as much victim-based as villain-based. Right? With Laurie. Yeah, it's... And I think I said before that Halloween attempted to um, have an overarching story and still does with well be, because Jamie Lee Curtis agrees to come back to most of the timelines. Sure. Uh, and Donald but, Pleasance was around. And Donald Pleasance uh, liked the steady work. <laughs> well, she's only she's in like half of them, right? Was she yeah. in? Was yeah. she in four, five, and six? No. No. In so those, she's in one, it, two. H2O, she's in she's in one two H two O resurrection. Essentially in seven when okay. seven. Yeah. So she's in seven out of thirteen, including the one that comes out this year. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. that is I guess a lot. Yeah, um, and yeah, so that franchise, it does have the most. Yeah, that's a good point. That it does actually have, regardless of how well it's done, like actual attachment to characters. Yeah, and then but that's not what I'm other, asking, though. You know, no, I know, I know. I'm just we brought up the three, so that's, I feel like I want to. No, I, no um, it is a good point, but it, yeah, okay. The other thing is around. I mean, uh, uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street series did it way earlier with uh, New Nightmare, but you do have all three of those franchises hitting a point where, like, what do we do next, right? And so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, Wes Craven's new nightmare is like your meta, which I remember liking that movie, and I should revisit it to see if it is enjoyable. That, like I that remember. one's kind of also been reappraised, and I feel like is approaching like uh, a new level of uh, cult status. Honestly, kind of ahead of its time in a way. Right, like it, for sure. Way ahead. Because, I mean, Scream came out like two, three years later and got the whole like meta thing really going. But, yeah, it might have just been a little bit too early. Um, and then uh, Friday 13, I mean, um, uh, Jason, uh, he's goes to space in 2002. And that was after he went to hell. <laughs> like, he was True. sucked into yes. hell and then it, then went to space. I don't, I never got the, that franchise. Like, I, I maybe maybe I, I guess I've only seen a couple. It's of my them, least favorite, but, except like, Jason X is very fun. Friday the Thirteenth, the original movie, it is literally poor man's Halloween. It is not well made. Yeah, but but the strength of those, the only thing those movies have going for them is woods are scary at night. Like that's really all it is, and otherwise it's just cool mask. Yeah, it's just generic. But he doesn't have the mask to the third mood, third one. Yeah, it's but, not. You know, that's yeah. what people think of when they think of Friday. Yeah, yeah, sure. Wears a friggin' bag on his head in the second one. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, uh, I mean, so what would I'm, your answer be, Joe? Yeah, it's 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 Freddie with Michael Myers as a close second, but yeah, I don't know. I might actually like Michael Myers more um, because. He can just stand there and be scary, and that's impressive. Like all those shots where he's just like, like when he's behind the uh, the sheets drying on the clothesline and stuff. Yeah, like, that's just like so iconic. And and part of that is just 
a, the different kind of filmmaking that went into Halloween compared to sure. um, Nightmare on Elm Street. But um, I guess maybe I just don't want my killers to talk might be the only thing holding Freddy back. And like, that is that again, the original it's okay. But by the later sequels, Freddy just, it's kind of like catchphrases and like, it almost be he almost kind of becomes an anti-hero. Like, am I supposed to be rooting for him? Like, he's a pro wrestler, sort of, I mean, essentially, right? Like, he's yeah. like a, you know, got his catchphrases. And, yeah. yeah, you start to cheer for his like cool kills and stuff after a while. Yeah, and, and I mean, I yeah. still, yeah. I mean, the thing Halloween always had going for it, and which kind of burst the slasher genre as a whole, is that you know, it's a death coming to suburbia and the average hometown and nightmare on elm street has some of that too but i mean halloween really kicked that off whereas yeah the 70s was mainly like religious horror with the exception of jaws but like the big 70s horror movies were like the exorcist and the omen and rosemary's baby was late 60s but i it feels very 70s in a way yeah Mm -hmm. i would agree yeah um do you guys want to do what are we scrubbing from our brains this week? Uh, just everything from my brain. Just take it out. <laughs> <laughs> Lobotomize yeah. me, baby. Yeah. If if you guys don't have good stuff, maybe Duff instead could tell the story of what I found in his house today. Uh, my wife and I uh, recently bought and just moved into a new home that uh, hasn't been... In Haydenfield, Haydenfield yeah, Illinois. That hasn't been rehabbed in, I would guess... 50 to 60 years so the house is in great shape but uh the previous owners had lived there since like 1953 and uh the woman uh her husband had died a few years ago and she passed earlier this summer i don't know if it was in the house maybe it was i don't know uh not your problem yeah but anyway um we bought the house knowing that it would need a lot of repairs and so we're totally redoing the kitchen and yesterday uh, one of the subcontractors was uh, doing something with HVAC and they found like a compartment behind the chimney and there was uh, a, a child or large doll-sized dress shirt <laughs> <laughs> tucked in there. Um, and it was it's obviously handmade. There's no tags of any kind. It's been it's been there for many years. It's handmade. Uh, the parts of the back have been clawed. <laughs> like, it's torn up. You know, I don't know much about construction, but I don't know why this compartment is there right behind the brick fireplace. And this was th- the access through the kitchen. So what is this space? I don't understand what it could possibly be. Why I mean, was there empty space It's big there? crawl space, not letting you say what actually it was? It's a space that's, I don't know, maybe a foot and a half it's square so maybe a foot and a half by a foot and a half and it goes back another foot or two i don't know i have no idea what this space is it looks like something out of the blair witch project uh fascinating this is a a good tie-in to our horror talk so today uh carrie was talking to um one of the subcontractors and She's like, have you ever seen anything like this? And he's like, yeah, once a lo-. He's like, well, not really, but, well, yeah, once a long time ago, I was working on a house in uh, Lake of the Isles, uh, which is where rich people live. And he said that we were opening up a wall and working on a project, and we found uh, a, a small skeleton 
Like they found like a baby skeleton or oh a small god. a small child wow. skeleton. Oh my god. And he said that like it was a big hassle for the owners, like everything had to be shut down for six months because they had to I mean he doesn't know what happened, but they had to call in, you know, detectives and all this stuff, but it was like super old. So honestly, like Someone <laughs> killed a little baby and stuffed it in the wall? That is what this... I mean, he could have just been lying, but that's what the subcontractor told us. Wow. He's and those and, and those houses are all super old and super rich, so it could have just been... I don't know. It could have been a long time ago where, like, they someone had a baby in secret and they just killed it or something. I don't know. Oh, oh my God. God. Well, I will right. say that your little baby's outfit looks like, a, like if a baby went to prison. And they're on a chain gang. It's got like the stripes a little bit of like, Someone... I don't, I don't lo- like, I think all the tears in the clothes are probably from a rodent using that clothing to make a nest. It, but what's confusing possible. is, what's confusing is that it's not more torn up. That's what baffles me because the... it looks like it's losing a little bit in the elbow and the right hip area. But other than that, other than that it seems intact. Yep. It's a mystery. And it's obviously been there for quite some time. <laughs> Are you comfortable with this little child's spirit being in your home? I mean, I'm going to have to be. <laughs> I hope it just ends up being like uh, uh, what we do in the shadows with the little doll that uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that she has. <laughs> I'll just have to find something. I'll have to buy a toy or something and can inhabit. How is your wife handling this? Is she creep- about equally creeped out as you or like... Are you guys well, so tired from all the work that you're doing? They're just like, whatever, throw it away. I mean, partially, no. Uh, well, last night, actually, I said, hey, what happened? I'm like, you didn't throw that out, did you? And she's like, no, I feel like we have to put it back, like the mummy. Like, it just needs <laughs> to be. Oh, yeah. Um, I think you. I think that's correct, that you do yeah. have to put it back. It's, yeah, I. I don't think we're meant to disturb it. And make a weird note writing with your left hand and put it with it. You got to add something creepy to it when you put it back in. Yeah, oh. right, right, right. Me didn't kill. <laughs> Duff. <laughs> Meat tastes good. Yum. Have to write like, do not take from here or be cursed or something. Yeah, find someone with like an old timey typewriter and like type out a no touch, bad spirit. <laughs> no touch. <laughs> no touch, bad spirit, bad. <laughs> So it falls out after they touch it, and that little like falls to the ground, or like oh, oh that'd no. be so, like yeah, put it in the little breast pocket of it. Oh, that's yeah, a no idea. touch, no touch. Someone Bad in spirit. like two thousand, like twenty one ten is gonna open up that wall. Yeah, and Incredible. just see Bad Spirit, no touch. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, next week there's the name uh, of our episode. Bad spirit, no touch. <laughs> no touch. <laughs> next week we have uh, sneakers, which uh, oh, yeah. are. Uh, I was, couldn't remember what we were doing next week. Listeners on Patreon uh, voted for you if you want to uh, be able to have such influence, wield such incredible influence. You can go to patreon.com/slash the Midnight Boys. As low as two dollars a month, you can uh, listen to a whole bunch more episodes. Uh, and uh, that's the last episode of Going Online. So uh, we got that next week and. Uh, Hopefully, I'm I'm guessing sneakers will enjoy it more than Halloween Resurrection. There's nowhere to go but up. Yeah, yeah that's nowhere to go but fair. up.
Goodbye.